Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and this is the sixth week since the Epiphany. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 7. When the Lord your God brings you into the land that you are about to enter and occupy, and he clears away many nations before you, the Hittites, the Gergeshites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations mightier and more numerous than you. And when the Lord your God gives gives them over to you and you defeat them, you must utterly destroy them. Make no covenant with them and show them no mercy. Do not intermarry with them, giving your daughters to their sons or taking their daughters for your sons, for that would turn away your children from following me to serve other gods. Then the anger of the Lord would be kindled against you, and he would destroy you quickly. But this is how you must deal with them, break down their altars, smash their pillars, hew down their sacred poles, burn their idols with fire. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the people of the earth to be his people, his treasured possession. In this address to Israel, Moses makes no apologies for what Israel is about to do after a cross of the Jordan. I suppose we can take some small comfort in the knowledge that Israel never really completes this mission or succeeds in exterminating the people or their idols or their altars, as they're here commanded to utterly destroy. What happens, however, is exactly what Moses warns against, and the worship of the Lord gets all mixed up with the worship of the gods and idols of the nations that they live among. Hundreds of years later, looking back from exile in Babylon, Having lost the land, Israel wonders what might have been, and then looks forward to what will have to be for them to stay faithful to the one and only God. 
the God who has remained faithful to them. So while we are most certainly right to be offended by the language, which seems to uh, lead Israel to genocide in which these commandments are given, we must also come to terms with how this commandment grows out of the first commandment, Israel's commitment to the one and only God and God's faithfulness to Israel. It is probably difficult for those of us who were raised as monotheists to grasp how different Israel's view of the world was from the pagan nations around them. Israel, their mission, part of the job, part of being Israel, was to show the world who God is and the benefits and wisdom from living in this relationship with the one true God. But it cannot fulfill that mission if it makes this God just another God among many. While the other nations could easily add and acknowledge the Lord to their understanding of a world filled with gods, Israel's covenant calls for an exclusive allegiance to the Lord as witness, as a witness to the Lord as God Most High. So throughout Israel's history, here from its beginning all the way uh, until uh, the appearance of Jesus, Israel is a nation that worships one God, this God who rescued them and is in a covenant with them, uh, among the nations that wish worship uh, a pantheon of gods. So this is Israel's challenge throughout the Bible. Can and will they be faithful to the Lord? in a world where so many gods exercise power and compete for their allegiance? Will they remain faithful to their covenant with the Lord or become like every other nation? It is their unique relationship with the Lord that makes this people special, and it's God's grace that declares them treasured and precious, different, holy. So this conquest isn't about hatred or genocide or setting aside a people who are abhorred, but it is about God's power, God's judgment, God's grace, and God's exclusive claim on the hearts of his people. Once, however, the land is lost at the exile, the only way that this kind of, of teaching can be applied is spiritually by way of metaphor. Jesus gives us a new commandment and a new way of being God's people in the world a new way of being uh, faithful to the one and only God, and that is through love. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. 
Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church and for the gifts of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's. For those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, and for those who are working for peace and international harmony. For all who work to strive, work and strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for those who are sick and those who mourn. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.